Hey, what's up, folks? I've got another free view of the Lost Zane recordings. A little sample of my time back on 107.3 WBBL. The full show, all three hours of it, is available twice a week on my Patreon, where I have hours and hours of content each and every week, all there for you. If uh, you want to add to your listening enjoyment, in addition to the free podcast, by all means. It's all there for you, and you're really helping out the show. So thank you so much in advance, or if you've uh, signed up in the past, I appreciate that. It's found at P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Eric Zane, all one word. Okay, enjoy this free view of the Lost Zane recordings. Good morning, this is the Eric Zane Show. For Wednesday, October 19th. Show number 132 is underway. Welcome in. Kind of getting a vibe here. Julius, along. How are you, buddy? Good morning. Tyler Doan is here on the podcast, taking your phone calls at 800-785-1073. If there's anything at all you want to talk about, or anything that we happen to get into, feel free. 800-785-1073. Phones brought to you by Alan Bob Sports. You can email the show, Eric at EricZaneShow.com, OJ at EricZaneShow.com. Thanks to Labat Blue and Labat Blue Light for sponsoring emails into the show. Everything's sponsorable. On the whatever insert your company here microphone. <laughs> On the insert your company here show plan. On the insert your company here, computer screen, control mouse, pen. This portion of the show brought to you by so-and-so business. Plenty of opportunities. We get that from time to time. Hey, so-and-so business wants to know what you do on the show so they can sponsor it. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Should listen to it. I don't have a ton of like we don't have a ton of like benchmarks. We don't we don't do like meat of the day or uh, <laughs> this day in hummingbird history or something like that. So I you know it's, it's I don't have like these. I don't have a typically when I when we do these shows we don't have a ton of like uh, that, that that happens organically that you build up the menu. You know when the, when the hot jo- when the when the hot dog joint opens up they've got one thing on the menu hot dogs. Yeah, and then you go from there, and then they they kind of build up. Over time, after 10 years, they've got five things on the menu. That's kind of what this is. So I'm a firm believer in ah, this portion of the show brought to you by this, this portion of the show brought to you by things like that. <laughs> so my mom is under the weather. And, uh, I, you know, I guess just in time for my brother Paul and I for the war to lay down our arms for the war to end. <laughs> she she's uh, in the hospital. She's been in the hospital actually since Monday. Um, she has been, it's been a, uh, she's been experienced a lot of chest pain mm-hmm. for a period of time. And, uh, you know, they were giving her medicine, trying to deal with it. And, uh, well, then they take her in and they, ah, we're going to have to do a, um, some type of roto, uh, rooter work on your, on your heart arteries. You know, what? That is, you know, are you familiar with that? I'm imagining like a roto rooter, like the guy you call the, yeah, plunge your toilet, cl- clean out the pipes is what it, it was. It was, it was metaphoric. Yeah. <laughs> They're not really going to have the roto rooter man <laughs> clean out her 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 heart vessels, but uh, so then they 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 put in like a stent and stuff like that to kind of open it up, 
And so now she's waiting to, uh, hopefully she'll be able to go home today. But I, I'm thinking to myself, oh, God, please don't, please just let her, let her get home. I mean, she hasn't even had a moment to enjoy the reuniting of her two sons for sure. any amount of time. Please let her get home. Is so she, she excited about that? Well, I didn't speak with her because I know she was kind of out of it. And I was told to kind of like let her, let her uh, recover before we, you know, um, start to call her. But I did text her husband, my stepdad, Wally. And I said, maybe this will uplift mom's spirits because I know the hospital sucks. Uh, Paul, push-up Paul, reached out to me on Monday. The war is over. And he was ecstatic because that has been, like, on my mom's mind for the past, it had been on everybody's mind for the past six years. Better part of the uh, decade, right? So, yeah. I still she's, so, she's excited. Yeah. I, so You guys are going to save your mom. Well, either that or she gets so excited she has a big grabber right there. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think positive. She, well, I'm, that's good. That's <laughs> Tyler's like, what? <laughs> well, what, what, what do you want me to say? <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, we found something that Julius is being positive about. But that was a lot of discussion yesterday on Twitter about Julius. Oh, yeah. Did you see all that? And I'm, I'm sitting there going, no, 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 relax. Don't take it too personal. It's, I want him to do that. He's doing his job. I was more uncomfortable by the defense than I was the <laughs> criticism. I was like, Ugh. well, it wasn't that much of a defense. It's still weird. You, you just don't like when people say things nice about you. Pretty much, yeah. I can do without. You'd rather just it be more even keel as opposed to up and down. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know for a fact that anything that any listener says doesn't get under your skin, with the the you, you, because you have rhino skin at age twenty six. <laughs> I don't know how that's possible. <laughs> I'm so sensey; it's ridiculous. Hey, if you want your kids to be like me, don't hug them, don't kiss them, don't tell them you love <laughs> you them. Want your kids tough? Just <laughs> throw them to the wolves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. So uh, Everyone, yeah. everyone's always saying they want their kids to be tough, and then they coddle them like crazy. Well, you got to pick one. You're not going to have a tough kid when you're coddling them. For me, it basically boils down to this: when I get correspondence from an audience member saying, "What's Julius's problem?" and I'm like, "Dude, you got to understand. If he sat there and just agreed with everything everyone says, it'd be boring and awful. Especially some of your ass backward takes." Exactly. We're supposed to supposed to be all excited about finding new planets, right? Right. New when galaxies. I, when, when I come to this show and I and I feel excited about something, don't sit there and criticize him. You want me pissed. You want me freaking out because Julius has shot a hole in whatever it is I was excited about. Because then you get this dynamic that is what is this show. So you know I. And 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 what what's interesting about it is we kind of luck boxed into it because I had no idea anything about Julius right at all. It just happened to be that the con- that the chemistry has grown from from nothing. Uh, I even though we had worked with each other for six days, I barely <laughs> yeah, knew days. him. I barely knew him when I went into his booth, pale as a ghost, and said, "Uh." <laughs> Would you come in there and do the show with me? Well, okay. Sure. And then he sits down, and I and it's like, well, what do we do? Oh, I mean, I didn't know. I had no idea. I go, I guess we just talk. <laughs> I mean, I know how to do a talk show, but I have no idea who you are. <laughs> so if this works, 
It'll be a miracle. Well, it's working. And, uh, and it has a lot to do with just who he is. And that was uh, just luck. I mean, you, you could have been some crazed idiot that I, I didn't, you know. So basically letting it uh, unfold the way it has naturally has somehow managed to work. I'm not going to look a gift horse in the mouth and say, oh, I'm, I'm going to try to figure it out. I'm just going to let it go. A gift horse in the mouth? I don't know what that means, but I know it's, uh, it, it has, I think I used it appropriately. And I think it was kind of burned in, what, what is it? But it's a horse that was a gift, quite simply. That's what it says. That's the definition. Some weird saying from probably the 50s. <laughs> or, sorry, 60s? I, I wonder what that means. I don't want to look a gift horse in the mouth. I've heard it used, but I don't know why I said it because I'm not even sure what it means. It says when given a horse, it would be bad manners to inspect the horse's mouth. Like if you get a horse as a gift, don't look at it okay. in the mouth because you got a horse for free. Yeah. You're the gift. And but, uh, I'm not going to look to see. I'm the gift horse. I, I'm not. Yes. I'm not going to look in your mouth. Exactly. Because. I haven't been I'm, to a I'm dentist happy, in 10 I'm years. happy with the horse. Oh. And because you haven't been to a dentist in 10 years. <laughs> Either or. So there you go. You are the gift horse. Julius the gift horse. Start a meme. Julius the gift horse. Oh, jeez. Now we've done it. <laughs> so I'm... Uh, Hung like a horse jokes incoming. <laughs> oh. Stop it. Not true. I don't know. We saw that one picture of you, and you claimed it was your phone or something. <laughs> when you were going to that wedding with Laura, you guys were all dressed up nice. Oh, yeah. Still my phone, though. I'm seated at my desk yesterday, looking at a computer screen, writing down some thoughts, and man, I get a visit from James the Game Gimmel. I'm interested in this. Well, good. All James the Game Gimmel stories are great, I think. Well, the game, as as we all know, uh, is uh, he does news on West Michigan's terrific news station, 1340 AM WJRW, featuring... Sound off West Michigan from 11 to noon with Dave Jackinette. And the game does news updates, and he lives for it. Hell, when we were in this, uh, like early on that I started here, the, the story broke about EXO being shut down by the members of the active diarrhea ban. And I'm on it. Or the game. I'm going to go sample the food. He was stomping around here like, hey, Big news! EXO has uh, just been shut down, and I, at the point uh, in time, I, I didn't even, even though the it hell was is right, ne- right next to us, I had no idea. I was like, EXO, what's that? What do you mean, what's that? Which it's a, it's a restaurant right next door. It was a downtown Grand Rapids staple. I never ever walked down Monroe Center when uh-huh. I worked across the street. Ever. Were you afraid Bill was going to kick your ass? No, no, no. I just, run into I just didn't frequent. I, I, I would never. I was kind of like you. I would never do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and. In a lot of ways, I still am. But you're just more fun to make fun of about that. <laughs> so I'm like, whoa, whoa, game, what's XO? What do you mean, what's XO? It's a, it's a restaurant right next door to us. It's practically in the same building. Dave, Dave, we hired an effing moron. <laughs> so the game marches downstairs. He talks to Active Diarrhea. And uh, he gets his sound bite. And before you know it, uh, after uh, the TV, it was the TV people and WJRW broke that story. Because the game happened to be all over it. <laughs> you, 
he was actually eating the sesame chicken when it broke. And he, he, yes. he thought yes. about it, and then yes. it was like, oh, it tastes pretty good. And kept eating. So He gets one meal a day. Okay. Now, the game and I are pretty tight. He shares stuff with me all the time. He comes and talks to me on a regular basis. And like we've talked about before, what you don't know about the game can kill you. Because, I mean, literally, he can kill you. The game is unbelievably skilled at martial arts. For years, he has practiced this. Yeah, he can pin Eric down in like five seconds. Oh, and I, he could kill you ten ways with his hands. And I don't even know the specifics of what Kills his, it. What his um, disciplines are. I don't want to say and get it wrong. Because then he will kick your ass. But I know. One of the early things that we discussed, um, you know, I knew him for about three seconds here when I worked here before he cornered me and said, hey, guess what? <laughs> you know, and he told me about what the hell he is skilled at. And I've talked to you before. I shared a story about how he wanted to, he he showed me some maneuver in oh, the yeah? office. You remember he showed me like a, a how to, he, he's like throw a punch at me. <laughs> and then and and I like faked the punch and he showed me how to dodge it. And this is in my office. He's like, "Get up. Get up. I want to show you something." <laughs> oh boy. So th- that's all you need to know for this story because Are you going to be sitting down? Uh, say what? Oh, no, I wasn't going to be sitting. No. No, don't don't make it more weird than it is. Please. I'm seated at my desk and the game walks in. And we usually talk about like the Tigers or in this case uh in the any he's a big sports fan. So he's Hey, how about them Griffins? And so, but he comes in, and just before he's about to start talking about, like, the hockey team, he looks on my desk, and I have on my desk uh, a plate and uh, a fork and a knife for when I eat, and I wash it every time and set it right back there. So it's just there. It's my my plate, right? my fork, and my knife. And you know those crazy guys, they look for any kind of weapon. They're yeah. like, okay, he has, a, he has a fork. He could kill me with that. I took this is how it went, and I'm not making a bit of this up because you know that if you jazz up a story, it's better uh, not needed here. No embellishment. No embellishment needed. That is proper use of the word embellishment. Thank you. The game walks up. Hey. And I'm looking up at him. Hey, James. <laughs> I see you have a knife. I go, yeah. He goes, lunge at me with it. <laughs> I go, I'm sorry, James? He goes, I can show you. I'm going to show you how I can disarm you of that knife. And I'm like, now I'm thinking to myself, you're kidding. You really want me to do this? He goes, go ahead, grab it. I'm like, oh, Wait, so, and this was yesterday? Yeah. Okay. Yesterday, I've been sitting on this story. Just I, As soon as it happened, in my brain, you were like, I'm picturing this moment right now. In fact, I wrote it in my phone. The game's knife attack. To remind me, I pick up this steak knife. It's a serrated steak knife. And Probably I, held it like a. I, I'm holding it like a like flimsy a, nine-year-old girl. And I, I, it's basically, I'm using it as like a laser pointer. I'm like holding. <laughs> I'm, I'm like my arm is out. So you should have really gone for it. <laughs> like, sh- hey, game. Yeah. Let's see how skilled you actually are. Actually, make a a hardcore move at him. You accidentally cut his jugular. He dies. <laughs> He told me to do it. Hey, hang on, James. Let me get my recorder going before I stab your neck. So, I'm, a, I'm, a, 
I'm holding it. I look like such an idiot. If any, if Rob Brand walks by, sucking on his vape pipe, he's gonna see me holding a knife at the game. And all of a sudden, you're in a story about him cutting up. I don't know, right. brisket or something. I know we're violating all sorts of HR rules here with this knife wielding incident. <laughs> so, you walk by my office door and you'd see the game with his hands up. His hands are up, like I'm holding him up. They're and ready I, to call ZZM. Like, hey, Eric Zane lost his mind. You might want to get a camera crew yeah. down here. He's about to kill somebody. Hey, forget Joel Langlois. He's about to stab the game to death. Got <laughs> this knife on the game. His hands are up. Okay. Make a move. <laughs> oh, come on, James. I just I'm thinking to myself, just just do it. Can't, can't you just tell me? I knew I have to really play this charade with you. So I, I, I lazily in a dopey way kind of you know put it towards him. He and probably thinks you're the biggest gina. He come on, man. I know stab it. me. And he now, it was really fast what he did, was, but he did some like, say, I wonder if I can get my hands to make a noise. <laughs> he did some. <laughs> and, and all of a sudden, the knife's on the ground, and he's got my arm in a crazy position. <laughs> and he goes, see, uh, you, made a, you made a big mistake there. And I go, what, what, what are you talking about? Well, if you came at, it, at me with that in that forward motion if you had held it like a dagger and come down now then i might have had more a little bit more trouble but you coming at me like that allowed me to do and he actually had a term for what he was doing oh, i'm sure it was some uh, uh asian, asian term asian term of uh, how he parried the move and he and i go wow and so all in my head i all i'm thinking is you laughing now <laughs> And I'm like, this is going to be so great. So I'm trying not to smile while he knocks the knife out of my hand. It goes flying across the room. You should have gone for the kidney. That would have been really hard. Instead of, like, going straight at him, go around yeah. and stab him in the yes. kidney. Dude, I'm Eastern European. I've seen knife battles. <laughs> I'd go at him like. That's how you do it, huh? Oh, yeah. Or the jugular. So. Uh, what, what are they going to say? Are they going to arrest you? Hey. Well, everyone I, would. I didn't wanna, I didn't wanna, everyone would back you up if you stabbed. Him. I didn't really want. Everyone stab. would be like James the game. Yeah, that carries a guy. He just goes around telling people to stab him. I didn't really want to stab our newsman. That was that wasn't part of the that oh, wasn't part of the equation. I didn't really want to hurt him. Think how easy his job would have been that day. No, I. Uh, In other news, uh, downtown Grand Rapids, I, I was stabbed. <laughs> More at five thirty. I'm James Gimmel on thirteen forty WJRW. In the next hour. Talking about my laceration injury from everything. <laughs> Top and bottom of the hour news about my stabbing. <laughs> he's holding his uh, neck. Yeah, <laughs> he's a trooper, man. He's not. He, there's news to be uh, to be said. Yeah, Jack Annette's actually using the, the the palm of his hand as compression on his jugular. <laughs> as he's giving the news, the blood's actually coming out of his eyes. <laughs> so, so uh, and other news, I'm passing like, out. The game's like, in order to be a top-notch newsman. Oh, I've got to be the news. So <laughs> this is how it, this is how it is from here on out. It's gonna, it might be tough to maintain this pace. So uh, that was uh, the middle part of my day yesterday, and I'm so glad it happened. One of my favorite things in the world is to have those moments that I know are going to be a winner. Wow! Mm. <laughs> can you believe that? Oh yeah, I can believe that. Been here for five years. I've seen James. That is awesome. Do his craft. Oh, God. 
he's and he was fast. God, was he fast? He uh, co-hosted the Huge Show one time with uh, John Gonzalez, and I thought he was gonna <laughs> think about that. Whoa! And I was producing. Uh, Mueller was out uh, on vacation. I think what a mess. It turned out to be not really? a bad show. Well, I bet it would just because you have different people in there. And but we ended up bringing up his uh, karate prowess or whatever it is. Oh boy, I bet you made it. And on air, James were well, you know, John, I can show you some moves on the air. And now I'm thinking in my head, well, this is radio. Yeah. It's not going to work. Unless we hear so Gonzo's arm snapping. Yes. Yeah. You, James, <laughs> oh. from the film Napoleon Dynamite, this scene actually happened. The, the whole Rex Quanto, the, the deal when, when Kip goes walking up to him, he goes, the watch me. And then he goes, no, I forgot the scene, how it went. Maybe you can pull it and we can come back. And it'd be, we, you know, I reenacted the happy Gilmore thing. I think this, this one was a, a, a non-recorded reenactment of that film, Napoleon Dynamite, when Rex Quando tried to get, you know, used him as a guinea pig, Kip, and then just smacked him in the head. <laughs> Oh, trying to man. find it right now. I can't find it. I, this place is so rich. It is a target-rich environment oh, for yeah. comedy. This is the funniest place I have ever worked at. The hodgepodge of characters that are on the fourth floor. Are no, on, third floor, too. It doesn't matter. Yeah, either floor. Absolutely. I have never seen so many talented people who I don't even know how talented they are. I mean, I don't think they know how talented they are. I mean, just in terms of just hilarious things happening. And it's not like it's trying to be funny. It's just hilarious situations. This place is a bleeping sitcom. Is that talent or is that... Well, I don't know. It's okay, I'll tell you what, entertaining. Yes, entertaining, entertaining for sure. Entertaining radio station. This could be a reboot of the old WKRP in Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh, the things that go on. I could I, write a book. I, I've said before we should do an office-type. Um, you've watched The Office, right? Yeah, of course. Like an office-type show with these maniacs in here. <laughs> just call it the radio station. It could the, be a reality show. The it station. It's just be called the station. The station, yes. Be perfect. Oh, my God. <laughs> we just stare. I, I stare at the camera every time someone says something stupid. I love this place. I Seriously, I love working here so much. It's just... <laughs> No, I meant not kiss, not that way. Kiss ass. Not that way. I meant because of all the hilarity. Okay. Oh, I feel bad. Don't do that. I hate you. Pucker, pucker, pucker. <laughs> okay, now I feel bad. Now, the next segment. Um, did you watch the video of that idiot getting stung by that crazy-ass insect? Coyote Peterson is his name. I believe they call it a wasp, but yes. Is that what it is? Yes. This guy is such an idiot, and I don't believe a second of it that it hurts as bad as he indicated it does, because he seems to make a very fast recovery from this thing. No, this is no, this is definitely not real. I'll play you that. It's a hipster dude who dresses up like a cowboy. Yeah, this guy. He calls himself Coyote. Oh, pain in the ass. It's not real. Uh, we'll talk about that coming up in just a bit and laugh along. And if anyone asks you who you listen to today. Please tell them the Eric Zane Show on 107.3 WBBL. There you go. That's it. My free view of the Lost Zane recordings. Thanks so much for the time and checking it out. Full show is at patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Till next time. Bye-bye.
What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com.